From Revelation 22. He who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. Amen. Emmanuel. Emmanuel, meaning God with us. And what I want to say to you tonight is, He is still with us. That old Hebrew name, Emmanuel, spoken by the prophet Isaiah, yes, over 700 years before Jesus of Nazareth walked the earth, archaeological evidence even confirms that those words of a virgin birth uh, were written long before uh, the time of Jesus. But that name, Emmanuel, meant essentially to those who heard it first, 700 years before Jesus, God is coming and has not deserted us. And that was spoken to people who at the time in ancient Israel, uh, the nation was in moral decline, they were politically weakening, and they were militaristically threatened. And those actual words were spoken to King Ahaz, who heard them from Isaiah, and these were actually what was said about Emmanuel. Therefore the Lord Himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. 700 years before the time of Christ. Now at the close of this challenging year of ours, a year that has tested to the limits, and I think beyond the limits, our patience. Our patience for one another, our patience for the situation, our patience for the government, our patience for order and and decency a year that has tested beyond our limits our health, our personal confidence, our social and national stability, a year that has tested our individual and corporate relationships, a year that has tested our jobs, education, a year that has disrupted our short-term plans, a year that has disrupted or obliterated our life goals. The end of this year We pause tonight, okay? We're just stopping tonight in this worship service to remember. To remember two things, at least two things that I would suggest to you. We pause tonight to remember the most critical truth of human history, that God's Son came to be with us. But also to remind ourselves of the most, perhaps the most critical truth for our Christian faith, and it's this, that God's Son is still with us. Two truths. God came among us, and if you're a Christian, or if you will be willing to give yourself to Jesus, God is still with us. 
while Jesus grieves over the state of the world and is rightfully angry about much of what has transpired over the last year, Jesus, the Son of God, is not overwhelmed by any of it. He is not confused. He is not disoriented. He's not even bitter. He remains on His throne, and yet by His Holy Spirit, He remains with us. And that's what he said to his disciples before he ascended. He said, if I don't leave, I can't send the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, to you. But if I leave, I will send him to you and he'll be with you forever. That's why we can say for the Christian, for the Christ follower, that he is still among us because he's within us. You know, the time that that became most real to me was actually just before Christmas, 12 years ago. I was in a hospital bed by myself for several hours, waiting for major surgery, not knowing how much longer I might live. And God's Spirit, through His Word, filled me with a sure sense of His presence. God is with us. I could feel it. God is with me. And if you've been following Jesus long enough, you know what I'm talking about. You may not feel that way every minute of every day or even every week of your life, but there are moments, and usually it's in the moments of weakness, when you allow God's strength to be shown in your weakness, somehow, even though He's always with you, in a special way He shows up, and you're convinced in that moment that everything you've believed, that all these Scriptures say, it's true. I could never prove it to you, but I know it's true. God was with me, and He's with us. And this idea is simply, but I think beautifully captured in, in the song you just heard by Fernando Ortega, that precious lullaby, lullaby prayer of a song, Jesus, King of Angels. It's this simple and powerful message. These words uh, reveal a mind, a soul of a person who's calling out for Emmanuel's help. Knowing that God exists, knowing that Jesus exists, but needing, <laughs> needing a little bit of help in the moment to keep on believing. L listen to the words. He says, Remind me how you made dark spirits flee and spoke your power to the raging sea and spoke your mercy to a sinful man. Remind me, Jesus, for this is what I am. Ortega's words reveal a very humble faith a faith that believes Jesus can provide His most basic needs. He's not asking for much. Listen to His wish list. He says, shine your face upon this house tonight. I mean, just the basic... You know when you're going to sleep and you just ask the Lord, hey, while I'm asleep, Father, please take care of whatever's going on around me. Take care of me. Take care of my people. I'm going to sleep for a while. Would you protect us? This is very basic stuff. Remind, uh, uh, shine your face upon this house tonight. Listen to the, the, another request. Let no evil come into my dreams. A simple request. Again, keep me in your peace. And listen to what he says about what he knows about Jesus' knowledge of Him. He says, You are mindful of the anxious thoughts that find me, surround me, and bind me. He's asking for spiritual, psychological, emotional order. That's all he's asking for. That's his wish list. It's short. He's asking for order and comfort and peace in his soul. That's his wish list. 
And is that not these simple things, psychological, spiritual, emotional order, comfort, and peace, is that not what you all, is that not what all of us have needed lately? And the Bible, in so many ways, promises this, offers this to you. Just a couple of examples. The Lord to Joshua, many, many centuries before Jesus, said to him at a critical moment, be strong and courageous, do not be frightened, do not be dismayed, for what? The Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And Jesus Himself, one of the last words He spoke to His disciples, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. More than that, this Jesus, the once baby in a manger, God with us, is returning Christianity through the Bible claims. One of the last phrases in the entire New Testament is the Lord Jesus saying, surely I am coming soon. And that incredible gift, the gift of God with us, God with you, God among you, God within you, God protecting and guiding you, God comforting you and encouraging you, and God returning for us is all we truly need. And my hope for you this Christmas is, is and listen now, here's the practical part. My hope for you this Christmas is to put the historical Christmas event of God with us into daily practice. Maybe for the first time in your life, the historical event of God with us put into daily practice in your life, in your thinking, in what you ask for, in the decisions you make, in your expectations. If God is with you in Jesus, then you already have everything that you most need. His presence, His forgiveness, and His peace. And you will discover what Kids, you know this. You'll discover what the Grinch discovered after stealing the Who's Christmas. Somehow or other, it came just the same. What Christmas is about cannot be stolen from you. What Jesus is about and who He is cannot be stolen from us. Pandemics and elections, face masks and social distancing, racism and riots, loneliness and isolation, Bitterness and fear, poverty and illness cannot rob you of Jesus. You cannot ever be out of reach from His presence and from the peace and the protection and the comfort and the hope that He promises to give you because He gives you Himself. So put the historical Christmas event of God with us into daily practice. Because Emmanuel, God with us, is still with us. Merry Christmas.